Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Digging Deeper, where we help you lock eyes with Jesus and take a step towards Him. Today's scripture reading is Mark chapter 8, verse 35 through 37. God's Word says this, For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel will save it. For what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? What can anyone give in exchange for his life? It's here in Mark chapter 8, verses 35 through 37, that Jesus continues his teaching to the disciples and the crowds about the cost of discipleship. That if he is the Messiah, the, the, the risen Christ, then, then what does it look like to actually follow after this Messiah? So these three verses that we've walked through all start with an explanatory Greek gar, which is simply just translated as for. So it's kind of like, because Jesus is the Messiah, because we're following after, we do this for for, for, that it's kind of a way to explain the Jesus's requirements in order to enter into a discipleship relationship with him. So let's check out these three explanatory gars or three requirements that he talks about to enter into this discipleship relationship. So in verse 35, Jesus starts us off and he creates a paradox. And a paradox is just two things that conflict. He says, the person who wants to save his life will lose it a.k.a. will not be saved to eternal life. But the person who loses his life for the sake of Jesus and his gospel will save it, a.k.a. will be saved to eternal life. That essentially, the one who decides to keep a self-centered life, who, who wants to save his life but refuses Jesus, will eventually lose their life to eternal ruin. Yet it's the person, it's the one who will deny himself or, or give of her life for the sake of the gospel, that will truly find life. That, simply put, the Christian is the person who has traded everything to know and to have Jesus. It's interesting that then Jesus poses two kind of rhetorical questions to further his argument. He says, for what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world, yet lose his life? And then the second question, what can anyone give in exchange for his life? And the assumed answer to both of these questions is simply, there is no benefit to gain the world and use your life. That there is nothing worth the price of your life. Now, this reminds me of a story I heard of a C-suite employee who had been working for 35 years at a Fortune 500 company. And it's at his retirement celebration at the firm um, that they awarded him, that they gave him as a gift, this customized luxury watch. And this thing was beautiful. It looked so expensive. And so a, a younger employee leaned over to his boss and asked him, how much did that watch cost? And his boss's response said, that watch cost him his marriage. That watch cost him his relationship with his daughters. And that watch cost him a faithful group of friends. That truly is one expensive watch. For what does it benefit someone? to gain the whole world and yet lose his life. These words are reminders that as followers of Jesus, our lives are not our own. We are called to live for something greater than ourselves, to put aside our desires and ambitions to follow Jesus. It may not always be easy and, and guaranteed we will face challenges and hardships along the way, but the reward is eternal life with our Savior. 
And so as we go through our daily lives, it can be so easy to get caught up in pursuing worldly success or material possessions. Once again, that self at the center. But the things of this world are fleeting and they're ultimately, this is true, unsatisfying. Only by surrendering our lives to Christ will we find true fulfillment and purpose. So let us take our cross and follow Jesus, knowing that the road may be difficult, but knowing also that the reward is worth it. So let us live our lives focusing on eternal things, seeking to bring glory to God in all that we do. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for your word. and pray that by the power of your spirit, God, this passage from Mark 8 would change us into the likeness of Christ. And, and Lord, I pray today that we would give our lives away to you and to your gospel. And Lord, knowing that when we do that, we will find true life. Father, I pray you'd protect us from, from focusing on things that ultimately don't matter, things that don't satisfy, things that are not eternal. Um, God, may we, may we fix our eyes on what matters. And pray this today through your son and by your spirit. Amen.